Skin and Blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Welcome to Skin and Blister Pod. This is Kez and I'm here with Saz today. It is a beautiful fall morning. Hi Saz. (laughs) Hi Kez. You sound very hyped up. I love to hear it. Thank you for doing the intro. That was a beautiful introduction to a beautiful podcast. Oh my gosh. How are you doing? I'm good. I think I'm feeling hyped because I have my rogue shirt on, which is my jujitsu shirt, because I am going there later. So that is very exciting. Have you have... moved up about yet in jujitsu? No. <laughs> <laughs> How long does that take? Still a little bitty white belt. Uh, it usually takes like two years of consistent. Oh, practice. wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't I think... realize. Um, well, you are looking very nice today. Very fresh. Well, I've what just taken a shower. Ah. So here we are. Um, yeah. And I, what have we been up to? Well, we've been enjoying the fall weather. I saw you did a reel on Instagram. That is for real. Very. Oh my gosh. Uh, it kind of looked like you joined some like pumpkin spice cult. Shit just got real. <laughs> yeah, but like with the pumpkins and the like hair flipping, I was like, oh my gosh. Listen. What, is, what has happened to Kez? Listen, I did join the pumpkin spice cult. Because I basically, <laughs> the reason I did that reel was it was supposed to make fun of like me as someone who enjoys very basic things um and then it had you being all sensible and normal on your end Um, well i was i was criticizing you for sure because like that's what i love to do but um then i realized i was doing pretty much exactly the same as you going for fall walks and buying overpriced squashes at the farmer's market so yeah let's talk about that i can't believe you spent seven dollars or seven pounds on a squash that is next level it's a big squash it's like um i don't know what kind of squash that is it's the kind that looks like two kisses um glued together at the like if you can imagine that at the bottom ends yeah, yeah, um, Hershey's Kisses. Is that what you mean? That's what I'm talking about. So that's the shape of it. So I've already got it in the oven. I've actually got it in the oven currently. Um, oh, wow. I, put, I chopped it in half and I scooped out the seeds and then I put a whole onion um, in the middle and now I'm roasting it like that. So Yum. we'll see how that turns out. So basically what you're saying is you went to a farmer's market but a squash. You are just as bad as me. Yeah. I mean, I like to make fun of you for this kind of hair swishing Instagram vibe, but yeah, I do it as well. Um, what can I say? It's fun to wander around on a Sunday in autumn. I have to say, I made um, Simon take those videos and he was so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> 
Why was he so annoyed? <laughs> because he's like, I just really, I can't support this. I can't. <laughs> this makes because me very uncomfortable. You... Yeah. Because he thought you were being he's like, so I, weird. I cannot. Yeah. He's like, I cannot support this vibe. Um. Anyway, it, it got a bit much, I think. It was like the last straw when I went to Target and I was like, you have to take a video of me with the Target bags. And he was like, I hate this. And then he was like, when we got to the house and parked, he was like, okay, just do what you need to do. Just give me the phone. Do what you need to do. <laughs> no, but it was very good. Well done for doing that. Everyone um, watch the reel. <laughs> yeah, please do. Cause... Please do. It's took, it like really might have ruined my entire relationship. So at least oh watch gosh. it to make it worth it. Simon lost, I'd say, about half the respect he had for me this weekend with making that reel. So <laughs> make real. it worth it. Make it worth it, guys. Yeah, no, it's good. Thanks for doing that. Um, what else have you been up to other than basic um, stuff? I am feeling so good and relaxed right now because I had a self-care weekend. <laughs> oh, I thought you did say other than basic stuff, but all no, I can it's okay. say it's all right. is it's that all I've done self-care. is very basic stuff. Um, no, but self-care is something everyone should do, I think. So like sometimes when I'm feeling like a bit overwhelmed or I've had really, really busy weeks, I'm like, okay, need to have a self-care weekend. And then I set it up where it's like just all these lovely little activities. For instance, I got my hair done, got massage, uh, had a little girl, a couple girls nights um, in a row went for some hikes, went to therapy. I mean, it was the whole package. It sounds good. Your face, you're just lifting one eyebrow over and over again. Yeah, I was what trying do you to think? see if I could lift, lift the other eyebrow, but I can only lift my um, left one in credulity. My right one doesn't have the same incredulity not credulity well do you have this credulity in no maybe incredulity in incredulousness um do you have this thing like so i i always have this thing where i like imagine myself you know like those uh memes where it's like how i think i look versus how i actually look um okay explain can you relate to that okay so like I always imagine when I'm like doing things that I think are like slightly epic I always imagine that myself like as part of a movie and just like coming out like in slow motion with my hair like tossing back and forth and sometimes I'll just like wink at people randomly because I think like I know this is should not be like telling you this um because I think I'm like that cool and then I think in reality it actually looks like really ridiculous like my entire face like scrunches up 
But you can't be winking at people. I know, what? it's so bad, isn't, isn't that, it? Isn't that quite like, um, isn't winking at people quite like a predatory thing to do? Well, I do it with my girlfriends. Is that <laughs> Does that make it worse? <laughs> no, I think it's fine in like a funny way, but I think that's that's pretty funny. So you're just walking along winking at random strangers? No, just my girlfriends usually. Okay. Not strangers. That's quite weird. I wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't do. Yeah. No, just like if I'm in like my exercise class or something. And my girlfriend walks by, I'll be like, hey. And then they're probably like, this person is absolutely insane. I've never done that. I don't think I've never winked at someone. Yeah. Um, and sometimes people, when I see people winking, I'm always a bit freaked out by it. I'm like, are you meaning to wink at me? Because if so, I don't like it. Um, but... No, my latest, my latest way of annoying people is by, so we have this restaurant next to our house, um, which is like hidden kind of, it's really hard. It's a really, it's in a warehouse building and it's, when you get inside, it's this massive where, uh, massive restaurant, like they always have weddings there. It's very beautiful inside, but it's got a hidden entrance and our street is kind of like it's a street you wouldn't imagine a restaurant on it um like it's a what's the word residential street mm. then um so there's always people running around super dressed up because it's that type of restaurant but they're like running around looking for this restaurant and then there's always me in my pajamas walking uh luna and like oh my god laughing at them but my latest thing to do is... Um, Wait, you're the one laughing. Why are you the one laughing? Because <laughs> they always run around in there, like, all dressed up, like, with their heels, like, click, 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 click. You're the one in your pajamas. The... <laughs> yeah, but they can't find the entrance. That's the whole funny thing. Oh, so I'm, okay. like, just watching okay. them and laughing at them. And then the other thing is, it's, like, my street, so like yesterday I was walking along and these like four really excited people in yeah again like dressed to the nines were like walking behind me and they were walking really fast and Luna and me were walking really slow because our our main reason for being outside is so Luna can do her business so we were just walking super slow and I and they were like so, so fast and I, I was just laughing to myself because I knew they would have to slow down. Um, oh my gosh, that is the worst. I hate when people do what you did. Like, because <laughs> do it on purpose as well. Oh my, oh, you are the worst. Like, I used to work downtown, right? So I had, and I had to park like outside of town and walk to work. And like, I'd get stuck behind these stupid tourists just going really slow. And I was like trying to get to work on time and I was, I would just be like pounding my feet behind them. So they would hear me and they would just like, and I would just get closer and closer to try to make them uncomfortable. So they'd move and they would just like wander along. Yeah, I, I know. I, I would get well. like, I would get like road rage, but like walking. Yeah. <laughs> but if wow. you don't have anywhere to be, 
and it's your street, then you just go really slow and you make people, because they couldn't go around me because it was a narrow pavement and they couldn't go, like they had to go into the restaurant entrance. So I was like walking and also they crossed the road too soon. So I thought, let me just um, punish them for crossing the road too soon. They you were well crossed, evil. They could have gone past me and then crossed, but they they crossed like so happy, like bah, 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 happy. And I was like, um, there will be no, there will be no happiness. Oh my! Tonight. Wait, wait. Like, let's dig deep. You are just out there. You're essentially the Grinch. You're like out there to ruin people's happiness because you just can't then, handle seeing people happy. You're like, I'm going thing. to destroy their happiness. My favorite thing is when they're having a wedding and they all come out to take pictures in like the East London vibe against like this cool warehouse building. And then along comes me with Luna and Luna's just like doing her thing. And I'm just there like, ah, ha, ha ruining the pictures is she pooping in the pictures yeah but like it's got it's so funny oh my god i don't know gosh. why i find it so funny but you are straight up evil <laughs> but i've been to that restaurant it's very nice inside it's very it's quite it's quite pricey as well but i can't nice. wait to go to it next time i visit <laughs> I'm very excited to wear my heels and go in there all happily. Yeah, you've been doing quite a lot of that lately. You do think, them. though, I might, like, go without you because you'll just be trying to ruin my happiness. <laughs> no, I, lo I love a bit of happiness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I have been doing quite... I actually was thinking today, like, I need to chill out because, like, it's gotten so expensive to go out, like, with inflation. And, like, it's it's actually, like, next level. I feel like prices have doubled in the past couple of years. So when I go out, I'm, like, spending my day's wages on one dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. <laughs> it's a bit of a nightmare, isn't it? What's, like, the, what's, how much does a main cost over there? Like, what kind of prices are we talking? Uh, For a nice dinner, it's, like, 25 to 30 remain and then yeah. appetizers are and then seven. if it's like a steak it's like 50 and then uh oh appetizers God. are like 12 to 14 drinks are 14 wow. yeah how much of that is um you going to fancier and fancier places though <laughs> no that is actually like all of Asheville the way I see it is like if you're going to spend that money, might as well go somewhere, like, that's really nice. Because, like, it's not that much cheaper to go just get a burger, like, at mm -hmm. Ed. Because the burger is still $14. Like, wow. yeah, so might as well, like, upgrade a little. Go somewhere where, like, food that has food that you wouldn't make at home and just really enjoy the experience yeah yeah so i i go out a lot less than i used to but i don't know if that's because i um because i used to when i was uh single i used to go out a lot more with um like my different friends then when i met um fran i stopped i 
like my friend pool went down a lot. And, your friend um, pool became your friend pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but it's a it's an interesting thing. I think I I don't know if that happened to you, but when I yeah, I used to have loads of friends. I used to be out all the time and then kind of whittled down. I wouldn't like I'm not kind of blaming my friends. I think it was probably me as you know, I think when you're no. first in a relationship you're um unbearably unbearable to be around for the most Let me time. just say, let me hold up right there. One of my pet peeves is when my friends get into a relationship and just completely ignore their friends for like two years. And then, and then, here it comes. Then they come back and they're like, oh, we haven't hang, hung out in so long. Like, it's been two years. Like, yeah. Because you just completely ignored all your friends. Because you are like, so much obsessed with your partner I think it's like really unhealthy to like I think there's a balance so like yeah of course like your partner is going to monopolize your time but like a lot of people will do that and then they'll regret it because suddenly they find themselves with like no close friends and their partner can't possibly fill all their social needs um so then they're suddenly like oh I want my friends back and by then it's like everyone has moved on a bit because we've kind of like lost hope (laughs) yeah I was I I don't yeah it wasn't two years for me I was more thinking like two months but um it you do I think different stages in your life you do have different friend groups yeah that's okay there's some that go through the whole you know go through a lot of life with you and then there's some that are there for a reason what's the saying a reason or a season yeah 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 I've seen that anyway that's really true I think it is really true yeah and it's not like I don't I mean definitely there's like tiers of friendship where you know you've got really good friends and then there's acquaintances that you hang out with but I like I really appreciate all of my friends um if you'd like to know which tier of friendship you're in, just write in and I'll let you know. Oh my gosh. You are like evil today. You are like <laughs> You know, so I'm just remembering something funny. I once had a um, friend, let's say. No, they were an acquaintance actually. And they wrote on their Facebook, if you are still here, that means you like survive the call. Because I, I guess yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's so of, have you seen isn't that? It? Yeah, <laughs> it's it like feels the unnecessary most, to tell people. It's the most self-centered thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. Let's face it; most of us are that self-centered, but most of us don't make it that obvious. <laughs> you know what? I wanted to actually tell me if you have anything else, because then I have a question for you. Uh, yeah, go for it. Shoot. Well, I was just going to ask you, what were the main things you learned when you um, entered the world? If we're using in quotes, I guess we can put that. But um, And what were the main things that you wish you learned? Like maybe let's come up with like five things that we wish we had learned or that maybe five essentials. So they could be stuff we did, 
Okay. Um, so, Ooh. like, for example, Yikes. one of mine would be, I wish someone had pulled aside and, like, me aside and, like, helped me figure out what to wear. Because that was really, I didn't, because we grew up, like, all wearing the same thing. Yeah. Which was, like, <clears throat> Amish, if you imagine, like, what? Amish people wear similar to Amish that. but like not nearly as nicely tailored yeah okay yeah okay that's fair enough I think boxy um, Amish yeah um and then when we when we entered the world at least for me it was um yeah so I got given some clothes and I ended up wearing a lot of um beach what are those called? Like beach shorts, but like all the time. Bermuda shorts. Yeah. No way. I bet everyone thought you were a lesbian. Did they? Did you have a lot of women hitting on you? I don't know. I wasn't. That first year is a bit of a blur. But maybe. <laughs> that is so funny. Like board shorts, even. Or was it ber- more Bermuda shorts? I just shorts? remember this pair of bright blue Board oh shorts, my I gosh, guess. that is a nightmare. Did did our older sister not tell you what to wear, or did, was she kind of like l- letting you go your own way? Well, I kind of lucked out in that um, I moved to East London, where you can pretty much wear anything. And then I worked on Brick Lane, which is kind of, or it was back then. I don't know if it is so much now, but it's kind of the hub of. I don't know, there's like a lot of alternative fashion and vintage clothes shops there. So I was good in that everyone was wearing quite strange clothing. That's so true, was, that's true. I was like almost setting the fashion with my boy shorts. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, I think, um. so I, I, yeah, I moved in with our older sister, which was um really cool. But I, I think she did a great job Um not telling me what to wear or like what to do because I think in some ways it's quite good to have to start making those decisions because you you do have to start somewhere don't you you know yeah. you have to start making decisions for yourself and let's she be honest me some clothes, though. That if was she fine. had told you like when people told me stuff back then I didn't listen either you know what I yeah. mean so she, you probably wouldn't have you know it doesn't it doesn't help to be told like I always wish like I always say to myself I wish someone had told me this or that to be honest like they probably did I just like wasn't ready to hear it if that makes sense so like well the, the I think the problem was like there was no one um when I first left that was like my peer that um was kind of a good role model if that makes sense like so I was around older people that were good role models but at the time like as a 19 year old leaving this commune um I didn't really like that was not where I was looking for any type of like guidance was from like people older than me I was I was kind of more um impressed by peers and I didn't really have any like all of my peers were like, not that there's anything wrong with this, but like service industry, like 
um, pretty uh, poor and like um, they were kind of, you know, stuck in this service industry grind. And so like, I didn't really see any alternatives to life besides that, because that's what I was surrounded by, if that makes sense. Um, so I didn't I'm think... still stuck in the service industry. Grind. <laughs> me too. It's grinding me up into... Into little me. bits. You'll make like a nice sad sausage out of you. Yeah, exactly. That'd be nice. Very spicy. Very <laughs> salty. Oh my Very gosh, salty. the salt. Like if someone ate that, they'd probably like die because it would be they'd so salty. They'd up and die. Um, okay, <laughs> but I don't... I, I wouldn't say we're out here... Well... I wouldn't say like there needs to be rules, but I think it would have been quite useful for someone to go get yourself a good winter coat, get yourself. Yeah. The thing is, I didn't have any money, so it wasn't there wasn't a lot of options. Yeah, yeah. Get yourself some good shoes. Good shoes are important because I used yeah. to just buy shoes off of like market stalls. Which... Yeah, I used to buy like five dollar shoes, which they really hurt your feet. Especially yeah. when you're standing all day. I used to buy, there was this market where I worked and these, like anyone could kind of set up a store and then I'd go buy shoes. And what I realized now is those shoes were probably stolen, which is a horrible thing. Um, oh. Well, that's not your fault. People's shoes. Yeah, I know. And I didn't really think about it back then. So I don't feel <laughs> too bad, but um. Yeah, so I guess it would have been good. I mean, then how did you learn to dress like how you dress now? Like, how did you do it? Okay, let's start from the beginning because, like, super cringe, but I'm in a mood, self deprecating mood right now. Just posted oh a really basic video of Target bags on Instagram. So let's go the whole way. Um, <laughs> I am in the mood to make fun of myself. So when I first left, like, I had no idea what to wear. And let me just say, my fashion sense was, well, non-existent, but also horrendous. Um, I would, like, go to Wet Seal in the mall. I don't, I don't know if you even know what that What's is. What's Wet Seal? No, tell us. It's, like, this, like, teeny bopper fashion store where it has like really cheap like tank tops and they all have like leopard print like blue and black leopard print type things and like really short like really really short like little shorts and like just really trashy like (laughs) teenage clothes so that was my original fashion um And then we went to, like, I got a bit, like, angry at the world. And so I went to, like, biker fashion. I also had, like, a a moped. So I would, like, yeah, which that was a whole thing. Um, So, like, I didn't have a driver's license, um, you know, couldn't afford a car or the insurance. The insurance was, like, really expensive for someone with no experience. Um, and so I was like, I'll just get a moped. Well, (laughs) that kind of made me think I was like this hard ass, like biker person. So (laughs) I would like, 
I bought this like little leather jacket, um, some jeans and like, I was just going around zipping around town on my little moped with a leather jacket on, um, thinking I was like hot shit. Um, and, but I would wear that with like old trainers and jeans and like a, a like a belt with, um, studs on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> my gosh. I bet you look great. I mean, the thing is all this stuff, like you have to figure if you don't, I mean, I think we got a bit of a late start, but I think everyone has to figure this stuff out. But yeah. Like how did cuz I I always my way I guess of dressing now and I wouldn't say I'm like I I like how I dress now but it's yeah it's it's a lot of it's for comfort but I I do look at other people and I try and emulate what I like about how they dress. I guess that's how yeah, I do it now. Yeah. That's kind of how I do it now like the people that I look up to and admire and think that like they have their lives together and I want to have my life together like that, you know, um, I will kind of emulate their style a bit. Um, and I, I would say like my style changes like from year to year because I'm still figuring it out. I like go through these phases of like, I went through like a sundress year, uh, like, a more edgy year like with some like crop tops and leather pants and then like um now I'm in like full-on athleisure like mm. leggings nice leggings um sweatshirts sports bras like that type of thing but if I go out I'll wear like a a dress or or some jeans or something but like it's so interesting because I think my like shoe closet kind of speaks to like <laughs> how my style has changed um, every year. Cause like every year I'll buy like different shoes and then I won't like use them again the next year. It's quite expensive actually. And it's not like about just having loads of shoes. It's about like my style keeps changing. So I keep buying shoes that match it. Right now, like, I wear, um, like, Converse, or not Converse, what am I saying? Um, like, trainers. Trainers, yeah. But ones that are, like, skate shoes, kind of. But they're very cute, like, they have, they're, like, in different colors. And then I wear, like, hiking boots. That's usually what I wear. Birkenstocks, half the year. Because they okay. are comfortable as hell. <laughs> Are those the sandals or is it yeah, a shoe? Oh, those yeah. are the sandals. They're so comfortable. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean that sounds good. What else do we? What else would you want to like tell your former self? I guess I'm trying to think. Um, I would tell my former self to find a good role model, and if I can't find them in person like, cause that's not the community I'm in at the time, like to find them online or in books or like a celebrity, you know, someone that, um, you think is like, not that you necessarily think is cool or edgy, but someone you think like has a really good life. And I would say, um, like, look at that person, see what they're doing 
and kind of try to model your life in a similar way. Because like, I think it's super important to young impressionable people to have that type of role model that they can respect around. Um, I think it can be life-changing to be honest. Um, I had a experience where, you know, I started cleaning houses um, like probably eight or nine years ago. And I worked for this one like little family and they had like just such an amazing life um, in my, like at the time, you know, I was living, I was quite poor and like, you know, my, my uh, boyfriend at the time was like, you know, quite like abusive and angry and like didn't work. And um, I kind of like wanted out of that, but didn't have a good model um, on which to base my life in order to like know the next steps to take. Um, and I was cleaning this little family's house and like, I saw them grow as a family. Like, um, I saw like what their jobs were and how they treated each other. And then they like built a house and it was beautiful. And it kind of provided me like this really good, um, model on, you know, what I wanted. And it it was really like, they have no idea that they were that influential to me. But to me, it was like the first time I'd seen in the real world, like a way in which to have a good life um, that was completely different than the life I had been living. Um, And, you know, it is just like my life, like for a number of reasons, but really improved in the next years after that, after like knowing the steps to take and, I I would say like anyone in our type of situation at 18, 19 years old, I would wish that they could have some type of model like that to base, you know, their life decisions off of. And just to see like what you can have. Hmm. That makes sense. That's a very good point. I, I didn't think of that one, but I think that's a great point. And I think something I would tell myself well, I used to, when I lived in um, Florida, I always thought I always I cleaned houses as well, and I always saw these people with these massive houses and this um, extravagant life. And I, in my head, I thought I'll have that in like five years' time um, from when <laughs> I left. Right. So these people, yeah, I mean, they must have been multimillionaires. They probably. Yeah, yeah. their own business, you know, they were really doing well for themselves. Um, and uh, yeah, there, I it was quite a reality check to kind of realize okay, um, (laughs) it's gonna take a bit (laughs) longer. And actually, what I've realized, and my priorities have changed quite a bit, I'm much more focused on, um, kind of the simpler things in life like having a good relationship and eating good food and like a lifestyle um, more than wealth yeah it's not it's not so important to me to have a house on mar-a-lago no it wasn't in (laughs) mar-a-lago what are you donald trump did you clean his house 
no no but these people had houses like really on the beach and like gorgeous properties but um yeah so i i did see that but i think it is quite important to to kind of look at look at that or like not look at how i looked at it like i just want this like i want to be rich i think it's quite important to kind of break it down and go I want to work towards this goal, which is having, I don't know, like being able to cook yourself a, a healthy, nutritious meal every day. Like there's little goals. I think these are quite good things to work towards. Um, and sometimes we look at it and it's like, oh, I want to, I don't know. I think like sometimes you look at like, fancy cars and stuff and you want that but I think it's quite good to also have a realistic idea about your life and not to like sell yourself short that's not what I'm saying I'm sure if you if you want something like if you want to drive a Ferrari I'm sure you could get there um but it's more about like actually what makes you happy like don't go with what everyone else is doing does that make sense like don't don't pick the things just because that's what society's telling you actually pick the things that make you happy so if that's traveling then maybe work towards being able to travel more if that's i love staying at home maybe get yourself <laughs> a projector so you can watch tv on a projector like massive screen do you know what i mean it's not really about what other people it's about yeah. you yourself For yeah, I guess in your life. for me, it was like having, um, you know, that particular family, like they were a model of like what I had a, you know, a baby at the time. Um, and they were a model of like what I wanted a family to look like. And it just so happened that um, they were a good model for me because like the life they had was um, there were certain things about it that I really admired. And I think that's really what it is, is like finding someone that you can really admire and respect, who's a bit further ahead of you in life and kind of watching how they grow. Um, and like, and that would be a different person for everyone. But I think that's like an incredibly important thing to have as like a very young, impressionable person. And not everyone gets that from like... The lucky ones get it from their parents, you know, um, or their community. But the, the people that, you know, are kind of like nomadic or have to leave a situation and move to a completely different place, like that is super important. And like I have, there are studies now that um, show like that upward mobility is like, it happens so much more in like mixed neighborhoods and mixed um income like schools and stuff because um once you kind of give kids that model it like you can't do something if you can't envision it right so like I think um you know if I were to help like a kid leaving the same commune as us I would really like just instead of like just telling them what to do, I would just want to provide them with like, okay, which of these people around you do you admire? And like, you know, just kind of watch how they go about life. 
if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely. I think yeah. the thing about envisioning, uh, being able to envision something is very important. So it's, it's good to have, it's good to have goals. Um, but I always say if, if I can't kind of get a picture of it in my head almost, how it would look, and the steps to get there, then I, ca I can't do it. So I, I always, I mean, I, with my business, I had an idea of what I was aiming for. And then I pushed, pushed, pushed to get there. And it was, it was a product actually. So it was very, um, you know, it was very, what, like physical, you know, I yeah. pushed, 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 and then I actually had this physical product and it was like, okay, that's what I imagined now. I have to imagine the next step, which is uh, marketing it, which is which has proven a lot harder for me. But I think this idea of envisioning something and then working towards it is is something I would um, maybe tell my former self. But let's think of three more. But we have to go a bit faster. Okay, them. this is something that's quite cringe. That was funny um, when I first entered the world. Was like um, I always thought. Like, did you have this thing? I thought like everyone around me was rich and I was just like poor. So like, I would just assumed like everyone else was rich. And so like when they did stuff for me, like give me a ride or buy me food or whatever, I just kind of like took it and didn't like reciprocate anything. And when I, because I thought like, oh, they're, you know, when you come from a commune, it's kind of like, um, like you have everything, you do a lot of things, but you also have everything done for you. So like, you kind of take that for granted. So when people on the outside did that, I was like, oh, that's just what people do. Like they just, you know, I need a ride, they provide it. What I didn't realize was like, it's a give and take in relationships. And like, if it's not a give and take from an entire community like we were used yeah. to, but it's a give and yeah. take on, on an individual basis. And so that thinking back to like myself at that time, it's so cringe. Cause like, I didn't, um, I didn't reciprocate any of that. And like, I'm sure people were like, what is wrong with this person? She like, doesn't know anything about social rules. Yeah. I'm sure people had to make an exception for, um, both of us when you know when they met us and uh, just, yeah I'm sure there's times where I came across um, yeah similarly but I think yeah manners I'd say manners which is <laughs> kind of what we're talking about lacking having yeah. a lack of I'd say that is something very important and also something I've always is thanking people I think yes, even if yeah. someone you know even if yeah, just saying thank you and then saying the specific thing they, they've helped you with, even if they don't realize, you know, I think it's just a nice way to go through life. But I, that's a good yeah. point because also coming from a different background to many people, there, there have been times where I've felt, yeah, like other people have it made. But I think kind of seeing your own ability to to give back even if it you know I've uh, yeah people have been really kind to me and um 
helped me along the way. And even if it's just the ability to be really um, kind and thankful, even if you don't have like the material. Yeah, exactly. To, to give back, yeah. I think that's quite a to not a cool take thing. it for granted. Um, and to like do what you can, for instance, if they invite you to dinner, you bring like, I think we talked about this before, you bring yeah, something, yeah, we... even if it costs, you know, two pounds. Um, like, but these it's are just... things that you have to learn. I think everyone yeah. would have to learn that, you know, I don't think exactly. I... But then we learned it a little bit later on. So maybe people were like, oh, no, why is this yeah. person so rude? <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like I was definitely really rude. Uh, one other thing I wish, this is so random, but like very shallow. I wish someone had told me to invest in, I think we talked about shoes mm-hmm. and hair products. Like, because I was always like looking at other people's hair, like, oh, how's it so nice? Like, how's it so shiny? And mine was like just a frizzy and like mm. messed up. And I didn't realize, like, you have to actually buy, like, shampoo and conditioner that's not the cheapest possible, because otherwise it's going to look like your hair is, like, burnt. I remember going to a hairdresser once to get a cut, and it was, like, great clips. It was, like, the $5 haircut, and okay. uh, which, well, that was a big mistake, too. But um, they were, like... Um, it looks like your hair is like burnt on one side. Do you smoke? And I was like, no, I must have just been using like horrible shampoo that burned my hair. Um, But like, I think you can have like the weirdest fashion. And if your hair looks good, like it doesn't matter. So that's a good, like a random shallow, but also it does make a difference in how people view you. I still need to work on that. I haven't got my, I, I mean, I wash my hair with, I don't use conditioner because it, it gets too greasy, but I wash it with quite nice shampoo, but then I just tie it back. To be honest, I, again, I work in the service industry, so I tie it back anyway, every day. So yeah, you if you go. tie it back, it matters less. Um, um, any more? I think that was four. Yeah. Yeah. I have one more. Um, which is more serious. Like uh, I wish I'd kind of known, like don't just trust people to have your best interest in mind, Mm. especially people that clearly like do not have good lives or seem predatory or something like, because coming from um, this commune where everyone kind of cares for each other, for the most part, obviously, like, there's definite issues there. But like, I kind of had this like, naivety that like, oh, people aren't like, inherently, like, gonna take advantage of you. Like they, they, even if they're like, not great, they'll still be like, they still won't take advantage of you. And that was completely wrong. Like, I put myself in such like horrendous situations with people that I shouldn't have been around. And like, it's a wonder I survived it all, but, and here I am. Yay. But, um, it's good, (laughs) but it is like, 
I wish I had known, like, you can't be so naive. Like, you have to suspect everyone. And then wait till, here's the deal, like, wait till they prove that they're trustworthy before you give them any trust. Instead of just right away, like, assuming that they have good motives. Yeah, I was speaking to my friend about this exact thing yesterday. And she was saying, she's just started watching um, a serial killer thing on Netflix, right? And she was like, (laughs) she was like, yeah, so I guess, like, you shouldn't just be alone with um, people you don't know. Like, go, (laughs) and I was like, "Um, excuse me, how old are you? How is she surviving? From the place that we're from at all. And like, yeah. But uh, part of it, it's definitely good advice. Definitely something I'd tell my my, um, younger self. But also, um, it's not unique to us at that one. I think everyone. No, it's just young. young. Yeah. But I would say like, do, like have fun. Like don't be so like be safe but have have a lot of fun and like just make sure you you um like do it in a in a safe way and with people you trust basically yeah i would say like trust your your intuition is there for a reason and usually if you're enough in touch with yourself like most people have that where their intuition will tell them and the problem is a lot of us ignore it you know, a lot of us are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't know. I, why do I feel nervous? Like, I don't know. It's probably not legit. Like just cause we want something, but trust your intuition. And then also trust those around you who care about you. Like if they, you know, if they say like, oh, this seems like an odd situation. Don't yeah, be too arrogant to listen to them. Cause yeah. that's, that's a lot of what I did was like, I was like, no, I was so blinded by like what, by my needs and my need for company and my depression and just my arrogance as a young person that whenever people, a lot of people had these intuitions around me and expressed them to me. And I was just like, nah, I, I'm, I wasn't going to listen, which I think is something that a lot of young people do, but I kind yeah, of wish, like, thing. yeah, that's yeah. What they say like hire a teenager while they still know everything. Yeah. But do you think you're? <laughs> what about your arrogance now? Uh, yeah, I don't have any. I'm the most humble person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say like my arrogance now is a lot more earned. I mean, I could still work on it, but. I have earned a certain right to like um, through having so many terrible and good experiences to like trust my own intuition more. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, okay. So, so to conclude m- um, manners, dressing, uh, buying, did we say like buying better good shampoo stuff? and good uh, shoes yeah, better quality stuff in general. So maybe like invest in yourself a bit more. That's the yeah. only one I could do. And then what? Tr- find people you trust and like have lots of fun with like the people you trust. And then what was the last? But one? wait till wait till they you know like show you that they're trustworthy. 
yeah. don't just trust them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know what the last one was. I don't know, but yeah. Anyway. Oh, also, and then, oh, envisioning. You can envision yes, yeah, your yeah. life and then you can better work towards. And ideas. find a good role model. Yes, if you can. Find a good yeah. yeah. All right. I think we have a question this week as well from Todd. Do you want to read it out? Yeah. And then you can maybe start by answering it. Um, and this kind of ties in a bit, I think. Um, there's a lot of talk now about the effects of social media on young people. As sisters who didn't grow up with it, but now utilize it on a regular basis, what are your thoughts, negative and positive, about social media? Sure, sure. So this is something I think quite a lot about. Um, I don't have social media except for my businesses just because I get really um, addicted to it really easily. And then I say that, but I do, even for the, like, for the business accounts, I still, obviously, those have access to, um, you know, the rest of social media. So I, I do still... Um, I still go on it, but I don't feel good when I'm on social media. So that's my reason for kind of just completely removing myself as much as possible. Um, well, no, that that's a very like valid opinion. And I think a lot of people probably feel that way. Um, I definitely think that if I had had social media in like high school or middle school like it would have been a nightmare because like at that age you're so so impressionable and you're so um your entire life is based off of your peers at that age um and if you don't have what it takes to like be popular on there i think it, it would just be quite devastating um so i completely like understand why um there's been so much talk about um the negative effects on younger people um and it is definitely a concern i have for my son as he gets older um you know for those vulnerable years i think like as adults like anything else we we learn how to handle these things better and so i i really don't have any opposition to you know, adults enjoying social media. Um, but I do think like there's sh- like parents should be very cautious when raising teens um, around their use of social media. And, uh, and it's definitely something I'm thinking about with, you know, a nine year old going on teenager, like what, what is it going to look like for him? Um, I do think like, so for me, um I am definitely guilty of like, it's like one of my guilty pleasures, social media, because, well, I'm a bit of a show off. This is like the really honest, like podcast. I'm feeling a bit like taken down. Maybe we have to Um, name it the honesty, the honest, candid, the candid, uh, candid, Kez, Kez gets candid. Um, (laughs) But like, it's also, I guess what I get out of it that's positive, and this is genuine. Um, I love seeing, you know, my friends' lives, especially the ones that um, 
I can't see on a regular basis because they live further away from me. I absolutely like love seeing the fun, cool stuff they're doing and just celebrating their lives with them. Um, and like, I get like quite a lot of pleasure out of that. Um, because it allows me to connect with them in a, a manner that, um, you know, is, doesn't take loads of, of time because, you know, when you have a lot of friends living far away, like, I just feel like I would be a lot less connected with them if, if it weren't for social media. Um, and I do also, it sparks, so it's not just me like watching them, like some weird stalker, but like something they like post will spark like a communication or a, um, or a conversation where I have a little chat, like, oh yeah, I also love doing that. Like, and then we chat about it. Um, and so for me, it's been like a really positive thing in that way. Um, and then I also just love having, you know, a photo journal. Cause I actually really enjoy taking pictures and like, um, and sharing them and editing them and stuff. That's one, like a hobby I have. And so it's nice to, uh, have like a place I can have basically a photo journal um, to share with my friends and family as well. So I would say like, for me, it's probably a net positive um, because I don't like really feel, I know a lot of the issues with social media is like a feeling of FOMO, like fear of missing out or um, like inadequacy. But for me, like, I think I'm like confident enough at this point that that doesn't really affect me, but I could, when I was younger, it definitely did. Um, and that was more negative for me. And also the addictive thing, like I scroll way too much and I have to constantly stop myself from doing um, Do you think it's, uh, how can I say this? Because if we look at society as a whole, there's obviously issues, right? Do you think social mm -hmm. media is like, just is it like a portrayal of society or is it like a, a step further is it just kind of another issue that we're what am I trying to say like is it um, highlight than, reel? no 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 I'm more I'm more saying like like if you went back a hundred years I'm sure our great-great-grandparents would be talking about oh, like, this is bad for the for the kids. I don't know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have back then that you could... Yeah. Compare. But is it, is it like that? Is it because I'm turning 30 and this is like, oh, my gosh, look at... Like, this isn't really for me. It's for, like, 16-year-olds and younger, really. But is it like that or is it a, a level up? from that do you know what I mean is it actually like because I find it quite a cynical thing I think like the attention span it's quite it's quite bad for attention span. oh I it's see what you mean so you're asking like is it just another thing where all the old people say like oh so bad like um the kids these days or is it like actually more sinister than that is that what you're saying yeah, I mean, I don't know if, I think that's quite a big question, but I also, I, 
so those would be my misgivings about it and also my personal experience with social media um is yeah like i said i don't i don't really engage in any personal social media but for the business um it's helped me to launch both the businesses the first mm -hmm. one when when we launched the coffee shop it was super super instagram especially i'm speaking about was really really helpful we would post something like a like a picture of a cheesecake we'd make um mm -hmm. and we would get seven people come for lunch for that specific item oh wow but now with the algorithms you don't there isn't that possibility anymore it's not like that and it's not i'm not kind of going oh may i think with these things as a business owner you have to keep up with the algorithms and how it's working that's part of mm -hmm. doing it and i i probably haven't done that as much as um you know as a business you really should but um we've been really fortunate to like be be fairly successful with the with um without keeping up with the algorithms so um yeah but like now i can post a picture and like one person will see it which is fine yeah i hate the algorithms get... now because like it makes me miss out on my friends content and it makes me see like random stuff um yeah and i just want to see my all i want to see is my friends like it's really annoying actually um yeah. instead of all these ads I don't even know, like, I don't know enough about it, but that does really frustrate me. Um, but yeah, I don't even but... know what we were on. Like, I, I do think, like, it's very interesting. It will be very interesting to see um, a generation of people in the digital age as they grow in age. Because, um, like, we were kind of the last of, you know, not having that from a young age um and i don't know and i don't know if anyone knows whether it will have a massive net negative on society or if it'll be just fine i do think like we as um a society need to be okay with change and um because like yeah it can be really negative but it can also be positive and so I think we always like are alarmist, but um, humans have been very resilient for many, many years. Um, and so, you know, it could be just fine that we, we evolve in a, a way that's okay. Um, and, or, you know, we all always wonder if it's the end of the world, but <laughs> I don't yeah, see but... it that way. I, I think like, will evolve with it. You know, there'll be some adjustment periods. There'll be some, you know, realizing certain things. Like, people used to smoke all the time. And now everyone knows it causes cancer. Um, and a lot of people still smoke. Yeah, but not nearly as many. And they don't smoke inside. And you know what I mean? So, like, there are things that happen in society. And then we, you know, have to realize they were bad. And then we make adjustments. And I... Mm. I think this fear of change, like, is very typical of anyone over 30. I, I know I experience it, but I guess we'll just, we have to wait and see what happens a lot of the time.
Yeah, I think it, it comes back to kind of what you um, want from your life as well, because I think as well as, um, well, I think time is one of these resources that is, well, it's the finite resource, isn't it? Time is very valuable. So make sure whatever you're doing, if that's, you know, if that's um, making a page on Instagram and putting effort into that, that's make sure whatever you're doing is, is making you happy and making you fulfilled. Um, yeah. Know for me, it's more about making squash soup. So. <laughs> yeah. It just depends, you know, what your hobbies are. Like you said, like if, if it's a way, because for me, often it's a way of like relaxing um, and turning off my brain a bit, like kind of like other people would watch TV for that. Um, and I think that's okay too. Like, you don't have to fill every moment with like productive, like helpful definitely. things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. I mean, the one other thing that I, I always think about with social media is the fact that if you, you are the product for the company mm -hmm. and that does, yeah. it doesn't concern me because I, yeah, I I think like you said, there is you know there's change, but the fact that a company like Facebook, which owns Instagram and WhatsApp, has that much of our time, mm -hmm. um, is it's it's something to consider. And and again, I'm not coming at this from like doom and gloom. I'm more just we have to know that you're giving every minute you spend on there is money in the bank for them because that's how they charge you know if i if i if i'm trying to advertise a product then i put in the specifics of the person i want to reach and then they'll give me the data like these these people spent this long on your advertisement do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so then you are really the product at the end of the day um and yeah yeah i that's another reason that I'm always trying to get myself off um, is because I, I'm like, I don't want to give them more money because they seem to be doing fine without me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, I've kind of just accepted that, like, we have no privacy and we won't ever have it again at this point. And, like that our data is being sold all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, data and uh, attention and everything. It's it's very commercializing of your um, free free time. So that, yeah, and then oh man, yeah, I've got I've got so many thoughts on this. It's a good question. Thank you for the question. Yeah, um, thank you. Because the other the kind of the other thing is it's very easy to start a, a like hustle away on, on Instagram and stuff. And it, it's very impressive and kind of, that's quite a positive. I think, you know, you can start yeah. something and in essence it's free advertising, but then if the, if the algorithms change and you don't, you know, you aren't able to get it, your biz business or your way of making money, it's just gone out the window. Mm -hmm. in a sense so yeah. that also concerned me because I look at like maybe kids you know people starting out and then 
there isn't there isn't any security in in having to use these platforms because they do change a lot yeah um, i mean it's just like i think um people should be informed about it and then make informed decisions like i think even it would be good to have classes in school about social media just because the more informed like we are the you know we can make informed choices and that's what's important it's it's not like regulating or banning things it's giving people the information so that they can you know do make their own decisions and do their own research and and just be informed on uh what they're consuming and so yeah i think like that would be the way to go. And I also think like it is a the the one thing I do find quite negative is like especially for younger people who are more impressionable is like you see this one person say on YouTube, Instagram, uh TikTok whatever, they that are that's like an influencer and you're like, "Oh, they're making like thousands and millions of dollars. Like I could do that." And it kind of like makes people think like Oh, there's so much instant gratification out there like and I could have that, you know, like and it just instantly. And so it kind of like gives people a false view of um life in general like and and I think that is quite an issue um because those people either got lucky um or put loads of work into that. It wasn't just like instant fame. Um and like what i feel like it people do you think are su successful on instagram i mean it must be less it's than it's a 1%. tiny percent yeah it's a tiny. lot of people aren't are obviously aren't there to make money but i think there is a you know there is more and more people are trying to make it work for them but it yeah must, it must be i mean i would say like it's harsh even, Point five, but think about how many people have accounts it must be a very small amount it's a very um, small percentage of society in general i'm sure and for obvious reasons those are the people you see the most of yeah so it can it's kind of provide this false like idea about yeah work but i would life. say coming back to the question i would say coming from no social media to then when i first in 2012 it wasn't like it wasn't as big as it is now to now it's obviously a much bigger thing i'd say from that that time i would say that there's the issues kind of the the issues you face in life such as maybe i think often when often young women face um like body dysmorphia issues mm -hmm. and stuff those issues are not exclusive they are not exclusive to social media those issues were in the commune we grew up in which we were not exposed to advertising we were not exposed to, to what, anything yeah to anything we didn't have tv we had none of this we were um the clothes we wear were wore were super super modest so like there wasn't but the body dysmorphia was a big big issue so I think society, there's issues and there's, you know, there's positives and negatives like anything. And I don't think, I think social media is something to think about, but I, I don't think that's, um, 
that's where the issue originated definitely not exactly I mean for me as a as a young teenage girl there um I on the commune like without any exposure to any of you know these influences like I had major body issues like every single day um I hated my body yeah I hated it I hated how I looked I hated my body like honestly I focused more on it there than I ever have since interesting yeah yeah so it was definitely not like I know that's a big discussion about social media and it's like you said it is definitely not exclusive to social media mm-hmm. yeah and that's just one example I think there's you know there's a lot more um but I, we probably need to wrap our, wrap our, wrap it up. up wrap it wrap it up in bubble wrap um we should all wrap ourselves in bubble wrap and then go out into the world so we can oh my gosh that would be so comfortable until like a needle came through and popped it oh my gosh where are you living um (laughs) Um, do we want to do a word of wisdom do you or um i would say i really like this idea about envisioning something and then working towards it and I'm not talking like five-year goal I'm just saying like if there's something you really want to do or if there's someone you see that you want to emulate then have a think about how to get there the steps to get there and then work on on that and actually this is something I'm I'm going to work on this week with little things Mm -hmm. Rather than like big life goals, just the small steps to how to get to somewhere you'd like to get to. And that will provide us with more adventures as well to go on. Yes, I completely agree with that. Um, That is my word of wisdom too, is envision the life you want and don't put loads of pressure on yourself. Just take those small steps and you'll look back in five years and be like, wow. That was amazing. You know, I I think if you have the right attitude and the right vision, like you are very, very powerful in your own life. So take it (laughs) by the balls, squeeze it and run with it. That's what I say. You sent me that WhatsApp message the other, (laughs) on Saturday. I was like, like, you are so beautiful and so powerful. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I was trying to call you to make sure you were okay. I know. I was worried for you. I was feeling really frisky that morning because I was like excited for my like happy little weekend. And I sent like all my girlfriends messages like that. And then I was like, I wonder if they think like I'm manic depressive. And then I was like, what if I am? No, it was really nice. So I I was chuckling away, but I was also like, um, should we see if we can play it? I think I can. Where is it? Yeah, yeah. I just but, wanted yeah. to uh, encourage, like, my friends. Because I know, like, I've sometimes gotten messages from friends a bit like that. And it's been like, oh, my gosh. Like, not only are they thinking of me, which is, like, a really warm feeling to have, you know, to know that someone's thinking of you in that moment. 
Um, but they're also like seeing what I'm doing and like, encouraging me. And so I just thought like, well, I could do that with my friends. Like, and then I, after I did it, I was like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm absolutely mad. Maybe no, I am, I, but that's I okay. I appreciated it, but I also was chuckling to myself because I thought that is that is a good one. All right, here we go. Let's this go out on that message. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. If you have questions or comments, please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.